Hi, my name is Roy Henry, representing the University of Miami. I'm a strategic analyst that supports value analysis and supply chain. Today, I'll be talking about experimenting with various catalysts to create your clinically integrated supply chain. Thanks for joining us, Roy. Can you explain what a clinically integrated supply chain is? Understanding a clinically integrated supply chain, you have to kind of go back a little bit um, within supply chain. Uh, we understand that supply chain, there's some basic functionalities where a lot of it is just looking at the, the bottom line at, at the end of the day. On the other side, you have the clinical counterparts who are very much focused on patient care. So when you're talking about clinical integration, the idea is essentially to merge those two things together and to kind of build out this, um, this streamline where both sides are working in, in tangent to go from a very simplistic uh, type of analysis to a much more value-based uh, analysis where you're looking at quality over uh, cost. And historically speaking, we understand that supply chain and clinical counterparts have not had great relationships. So clinical, clinical integration is essentially merging those two, building those relationships, and breaking down silos so that you can basically achieve the same goal at the end of the day. What is the value of a clinically integrated supply chain? Some of the benefits are basically just improved relationships with various departments within your uh, institution. So we understand once you build some of these relationships and break down some of these silos, you basically change the way that you are organizing your projects. So you can move from a proactive, I'm sorry, from a reactive to a proactive standpoint uh, within your project. Um, you're not looking at GPO contract expirations, but you're more so looking at the needs of the service lines. And so within that, if a clinical staff member understands that, okay, hey, what we're trying to do is really assist your day-to-day, -day, there's more buy-in in terms of, all right, I know exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to help me, and we're trying to go down the same path together. So it leads for a much, much more productive project. Um, also, too, when you're switching um, within clinical integration, your um, analysis become value-based, as mentioned before. So when you do that, you have more opportunities um, and, and more creative ways to try and uh, reduce costs. So when you're looking at things like length of stay, uh, you start looking at things like variance in uh, practice, waste reduction, standardization, utilization, all these types of different ways uh, you'll start to figure out how to actually reduce costs while still maintaining or improving uh, the patient care. How can I measure clinical integration in my supply chain? Well, within our facility, what we tried to do was say, okay, well, where are we at today? And once we did that, we basically said, okay, well, now where can we actually go? So what we decided to do was create an integration grid. So within the grid, it basically starts from a very uh, simplistic uh, supply chain where you're looking at just the functionality, really. So, you know, the contracting, the purchasing, the logistics, all of those different things which many organizations are doing today, and they're trying to say, okay, how can we go to the next step? So within the integration grid, you start to see what the different pieces are that will basically identify, okay, we're making improvements um, and going along to advancing our value analysis program and become fully clinically integrated. And at the top of the integration grid, what you'll notice is that it is a fully integrated, automated, value analysis program. So that essentially means that you're doing very robust um, analytical 
uh, types of, of uh, projects which look at the entire uh, institution as a whole and the full continuum of care. So those benefits, you basically have some reduction in human error because a lot of the pieces become automated. And you also have a reduction in project time, which essentially leads to speed to cash. Now that I know the value of clinical integration and how it can be measured, what are some next steps? So there's two pieces that you really want to understand. Once you identify where you are on the grid, as you essentially want to create an action plan to say, okay, now how can we ramp up our program and move further up this grid? So there are many different ways in terms of trying to you know, increase the size and strength of your value analysis program. Um, one of the biggest points that I think that was mentioned this year in ARM is that we basically want to rebrand what value analysis looks like and you kind of want to change the culture of supply chain as a whole. And really in, in my discussion, what I've been trying to push is the linchpin between those two is creativity. We're now at a bit of a crossroads where, you know, so many things are changing that you need a little bit of creativity and out-of-the-box thinking to kind of pull those two concepts uh, together to create a very, very uh, strategic action plan that can help you get to the next level. The next point is essentially measuring and monitoring. A lot of times this, this uh, piece is overlooked and it's, it's, it has a lot of value because what you're actually doing is justifying all of the actions that you've done previously. And you can kind of do a bit of a trial and error to say, this is working, this isn't working. And once you know those measurable points and create some KPIs, then you can actually take some more uh, uh, steps to adjust your action plan and further ramp up where you are on that integration grid. Thanks for joining here at the webcast. My name is Roy Henry. Really appreciate the time and consideration. And please be sure to check out the other educational pieces here at ARM.